Hey guys, it's officially the holiday season. Cue that holiday music. Ah, so comforting, right? And just make yourself a cup of coffee or tea and sit down with me or lay down, listen to this episode, and let's talk about how holidays feel for people out there who may come from broken families or families that have broken relationships in any sort of form because I don't think that's something that is talked about enough in a way that others out there who may feel a sense of loneliness, depression during this time of year can feel comforted by and feel less alone with wherever you are right now in your life or just physically take this time to really take a deep breath with me remind yourself that you are safe you are okay and you are not alone so before i get into today's episode i just want to take a little bit of time to just take in three deep breaths i want to try this with you guys because breathing can really impact your mental health because it impacts your body. Your brain takes up a lot of oxygen and so how much oxygen you are getting in your body through your breath really will impact your mental health and emotional well-being in ways that you may not really imagine or realize. So let's just take this time right now to drop in, be present with each other, and breathe. Alright guys, so inhale for one, two, three, four, exhale, one, two, three, four, inhale, one, two, three, four, exhale, one, two, three, four, and then we're going to take another inhale, one, two, three, four, and then exhale, one, two, three, okay guys let's move on to the episode so let's conceptualize the holidays for a second okay so according to society and what we see at least in america the holidays is a time where families start to gather from all over the country or maybe even the world to celebrate being together and to celebrate loving each other and being one basically i believe holidays is also a time where you can express your love to your family and to your loved ones in ways where you show appreciation towards them either through gifts or through your company and your time and also through food as i'm talking about all this it sounds really really amazing it sounds very heartwarming and it sounds like something i would love to partake in of course right i mean who doesn't humans are social creatures we really crave to be loved to be held and to validate each other and to feel validated by someone else why else would we be on this earth if not to be a witness to each other in order to make each other feel seen right? All that being said, what happens to individuals out there who grew up in family environments, circumstances, and dynamics where it isn't loving and supportive? What happens to people where their parents or their family dynamics are toxic 
abusive and impacts your mental health and your emotional well-being in ways that is very harmful and damaging. Let's not act like this isn't common. And as I talk about this throughout this episode, I really want to say that I have nothing against healthy, loving families. You know, that's something that I actually love seeing. If you were to go on my computer and look at the content that I choose to consciously ingest, I actually watch a lot of content that has to do with healthy family dynamics and showing a healthy type of love to your family members. And I think I choose to intake this content because I myself really need to see what is possible and what should be when it comes to family dynamics and it gives me a sense of hope. If I were to come across a video where I see family members showing each other unconditional love, that is the stuff that makes me tear up and cry because for someone who grew up in a household that was abusive and violent, I need and I crave to see that there are healthy family dynamics out there. There's healthy people who are going to unconditionally love their counterparts regardless of what they did or didn't go through regardless of the circumstances but you know that isn't to say that i still don't believe it's important to talk about these more toxic or abusive family dynamics and how that affects someone inside or outside of those family dynamics you know there's a lot of people who survive abuse and who survive toxic family environments and choose to get away from it regardless of if you're with your family who is toxic or abusive you could still be very much affected long after the fact because humans are nothing but the experiences that shaped us right so if you're listening to this and you relate on any sort of form to feeling a sense of dread around this time of year and a sense of emptiness or loneliness i really want to take this time to reassure you that you're not the only one feeling like this on this day i know there's not going to be people out there who want to publicly put it out there that they are going through the same emotions as you but just know that just because you don't see it in others doesn't mean others aren't also going through it. I hope that as we go on in life, it's more normalized for people to talk about happiness outside of this perception of what we all think happiness should be based off of what people are comfortable sharing and what is normalized. Like, for example, For a lot of my teenage years, when social media was becoming more predominant, I would, during this time of year, go on Instagram, for example, and habitually just watch people's stories. And I would see all of these really happy, close families celebrating each other and celebrating their love. And that wouldn't make me feel good at the time because I felt that much more aware of the fact that I don't have that and what I do have is something different 
And that could be very confusing and detrimental for a teenager to go through because during that time, you're still trying to figure out your place in the world. And so when you're ingesting media and you don't see a clear representation of your life and your circumstances, you feel as if it's just not normal and that much more not okay. When in reality, although having a family that is not necessarily supportive of you or unconditionally loving you, although those circumstances is hard, people shouldn't feel ashamed of it. People shouldn't feel like they're less than of a person because they don't have something that everyone else has, right? Like someone is totally capable of being happy and content and fulfilled even when they do not have what the mass majority has. And I think that message is not clearly communicated enough. I think we're kind of stepping into a day and age where more stories that are different are starting to be amplified and that's amazing. So let's just continue with that momentum, okay? If I can offer any sort of advice as to how to cope during this time of year is continually to allow yourself to come up with ways to celebrate yourself and the love and company of either yourself or other people in your life that makes you feel loved, appreciated, seen, and validated even if those people are not your family. I know this could be very hard when you're not necessarily with a significant other because with friends they go off and celebrate with their family or with their significant other and so sometimes that would leave people to feel alone and to be alone on the actual holiday like Thanksgiving for example but just because your circumstances is different doesn't mean you shouldn't still celebrate and be thankful and just because you don't have the same things to be thankful for as everyone else doesn't mean you have anything less than those people. And I say that with so much conviction because I really strongly believe that people should feel free to embrace aspects of their life and themselves and be thankful for it and appreciate it and feel fulfilled and content with it even when they have less in their cup because all of this is very subjective right so in order to allow yourself to feed into that mentality and allow yourself to feel content and thankful during this time when you have technically less than others let's say I think part of that mentality can be achieved through staying off social media, for example. Staying off social media can do so much good to your mental health, especially Instagram, because Instagram is honestly such a toxic, unhealthy place to be in, especially when you don't fit these idealized molds of what a perfect, fulfilling life should be. It's a place where people really just put these perceptions of what fulfilling lives and successful lives should look like out there. And a lot of the times what they put out there is not a true reflection of their reality. But depending on how well they can edit or fake it, the viewer, the person consuming those pictures or videos, looks at those pictures and videos and feels less than and becomes more aware of what we lack. When in reality, it's not that you're lacking, it's that what you have is just 
different. So I really encourage you to, on Thanksgiving, make a conscious effort to maybe even delete Instagram and stay off of Instagram in order to really drop into your own body and your own current reality and be present in those moments and be thankful for whatever it is you have in that moment. Don't feed into these thoughts of what you would want for yourself, what could be, what should be, what isn't. Just be in your body, experience your life, how it is in that very moment, appreciate it, and allow yourself to really feel content in that moment. And it's going to be easier when you're not seeing other people and witnessing whatever moment they're currently in. Because honestly, why should it matter to you? It shouldn't. And it's not going to make you feel good in any sort of form. Trust me. Comparison is honestly, I think, a huge reason why a lot of people struggle with mental health in the age of technology and social media. It's so much easier to look at 50 to hundreds of people and where they are in life, what that looks like to them, and compare where we are in our lives and how it looks different. And we start to play these tricks on our own minds as to why what our life looks like and where we are is less than and not as good. Take this as a really big reminder and sign to just not do that to yourself especially on holidays, but even outside of holidays as well. Especially when you're struggling with mental health in comparison, it's important to do this. But of course, as you start to heal more and as you start to become more content with what you have and feel strong in that and feel like you don't struggle with comparison anymore, maybe you could incrementally introduce social media back as a means to express yourself authentically. Focus on yourself, focus on your path, focus on your trajectory. Develop faith and confidence in that. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your circumstance unless you think it's wrong, okay? So really just take this time to reflect, to enjoy your life, whatever that means to you right now, and really let go of this need to see how your life stands up to others during this time of year and how you could compare to others. But yes, today's video and message was super short. I wanted to just kind of talk about this message in a way that was kind of just short and sweet. Reassurance doesn't need to be this long-winded conversation. I didn't want to dive too deep into it. I know my episodes can be about like 40 minutes long each, which to me isn't long because I love listening to podcasts and videos and hearing people's thoughts, but I do want to have some variety every now and then where I do just speak on something very quickly for those who have shorter attention spans or just want to hear quick little words of encouragement. Going into the holiday season, don't be afraid to take time to yourself especially when you are spending time with family dynamics that can feel very chaotic to you and affect your mental well-being. Don't be afraid to take a step away from the chaos. Go outside. Maybe you can even go into a bathroom. Every now and then, just take a deep breath. Give yourself time to reset. Just know that you have the power to remove yourself from any situation that makes you uncomfortable. You don't have to explain it to anyone. You don't have to justify it. 
If you need space, if you need to take a step away, feel free to do so. There's no need to stay where you are and suffer in silence. I know for a lot of people who survive trauma, suffering in silence and just muscling your way through it comes so naturally and be the way you usually cope with uncomfortable situations or triggering situations. And this is advice that I gave to one of my clients a few days ago leading up into Thanksgiving. The words are redirect and reset. Don't be afraid to redirect yourself and your energy elsewhere however many times you need to. So redirect to another room, redirect yourself outside, remove yourself from the person or situation in order to take your deep breaths and to be able to reset your energy, your mental health, and to collect yourself and then return back to where you were. You are in full control of yourself and your life and your mental health. There is no need to endure anymore. And I know a lot of you out there really need to hear that because a lot of your family members will say otherwise. They will try to tell you that you are too sensitive. Basically, you have no right to need your space and to need your boundaries, but you have every right to need your space and to need your boundaries and to keep them in place. If they're not going to respect it or keep it in place, you for damn sure are going to respect your own boundaries. I hope you guys all enjoy your Thanksgiving. Don't be afraid to check in with yourself throughout this time as well to see what you're going through, how you're feeling, and how to accommodate for what it is you need more of or less of. So yeah, how are you feeling? Let me know. Check in with yourself. Leave it down in the comments below. If you like this video and if it's helped you at all, give it a like. If this content resonates with you, if my energy resonates with you at all, please subscribe to my channel and look forward to more videos in the future. To wrap this episode up, I want to kind of reflect on what I'm thankful for really quickly. I'm thankful for my recent surgery. I'm thankful for the new opportunity of health that I have, being able to get all of my endometriosis excised for the time being. I'm thankful for my partner and how loved, appreciated, and respected and safe I feel in my current relationship. I'm thankful for how far I've come in my healing journey and within my business this past year. I'm thankful for being able to create and express myself through YouTube and through TikTok. It's just such a blessing for me to be able to allow my creativity to have a vessel and to be able to be received by other people and have that reception be helpful for others because it's very symbiotic. It's helpful for me and it's helpful for others and I'm thankful for that energy exchange because not everyone is able to arrive at this point and be able to find an energy exchange that really invigorates them and works for them. I'm just feeling very thankful. I'm feeling very content. I feel very held in this moment, which means a lot to me because I haven't always felt like this. And this is a feeling that I've always dreamed of having when I was a little girl, but didn't necessarily have. So I'm thankful that I've arrived at that point. What are you thankful for? Take time to breathe and reflect on that. Till next time, I will see you guys later.